You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Absolutely thrilled. Uh, nice, fun, special episode. Right? Uh, this is going to be cool uh, because we, this and this is also our first Skype interview. Wow. Our first Skype like video where we can actually see the person. What an honor for this person. <laughs> for, for us to be able to see him yeah. at the interview, yeah. but he cannot see us. We're gracing you with our own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was super, super thrilled. Uh, uh, so thank you for, uh, so much for listening. But uh, So coming up this uh, next week will be the Kicking and Screening Festival. That's right. That we always attend. We always have an absolute blast. We're always a part of somehow. We get in there. Exactly. Yeah. Whether they want us there or not. That's right. We show up like, yo, we here now. <laughs> so, Where's the green room? <laughs> but uh, the Kicking and Screening Film Festival, uh, if you haven't attended, uh, we've been there the last three years. It's super, super fun. It, it is uh, movies, uh, films, and soccer uh, at a film festival. I, I don't know of any other place in the world that does this uh, and it's just super cool. They, where it's going to be the eleventh uh, year that that's insane that they're doing it a uh, festival for just soccer movies and content. Type yes, stuff. and we've seen just incredible films. Remember last year we saw American Football yeah, and right. uh, uh, Messi and Me and all these other ones. Uh, they, they do amazing, amazing. Yeah, no one's asked us to be in a movie yet. <laughs> well, why? I, I mean, this is this guy's been the HQ <laughs> host. How could you? The yeah. resume is clearly. I there. mean, done. <laughs> the balls in this industry. Let me tell you. <laughs> but anyway, enough about us. This guy's absolutely amazing. Um, he produces dope movie, which is going to be a part of Kicking and Screening. Also, a writer for F is for Family. So speaking of comedy. Oh, that's right. Bill right? Burr's F is for Family. That's right. So, I mean, shouts to us for mentioning that. But of course, <laughs> uh, guys, unless you're driving, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one, the only, Joe Heslinga, everybody. Hey, Joe. Yo, what's going on, guys? How are you? Good. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. This is uh, it's, it's, it's an honor. It's nice to be able to see the guest and we can actually see how we're making you feel because usually when we talk to people yeah i can't see you guys though exactly i'm just Uh, staring at a blue wall right now that's right but (laughs) if you were looking at us you would be too enthralled you know (laughs) too distracted by our beauty uh but no this is uh we're we're happy to have you here because uh so you are uh you directed a documentary called foosballers right uh and uh so i watched uh some of the film uh and and uh we you know if you haven't seen the trailer uh it, it is it is you know it's it's pretty clear what it's about, right? It is about professional uh, foosballers. And this is a, a an industry that I was not really aware kind of existed, but I'm not surprised by. Uh, but the one thing is that the, I, the first thing that I noticed that, that, that I was taken aback by was how insanely good some of these foosballers are. Because for me, the game, I play foosball once in a while and I, I play for 10 minutes, my wrists hurt, and I'm like, this is, I can't do this anymore. I go about our day. We go back to the bar, you know? <laughs> right, right. These yeah. guys have made a life so out of this game. What was it like uh, interacting with uh, these professional foosballers? Uh, well, for one, they're super, super awesome people to hang out with. So, like, on a personal level, it was super chill. Uh, but they're insane at foosball. Like, it blew me away. Like, probably like you guys, I've played a couple times. Like, all I knew is that you couldn't spin the rods and that was it. And then these guys are drawing diagrams on their table. Like, going through like a million different passes and shots and just strategy. And I mean, 
I was completely blown away. I had no idea that it existed and definitely not at that level. Like you go to a foosball table at a bar and it's like, you see people tinkering around and then these guys show up. You can hear when they take a shot, like across the room, like in your chest, you can feel it. It's, <laughs> it's insane. There's this one in the trailer specifically, but the, the, the movie begins, uh, with, uh, this gentleman with long hair and his name escapes. Tony, uh, Tony, Sp- yeah, Tony Spreeman. Yeah. Spreeman. Yeah. He yeah. lifts the ball up using two different sort of players and yep. then he drops it and volleys it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's it's legal. Aerial. <laughs> no, so it used to be illegal. You used to not be able to do it. I think it was legal in the '90s, and then they outlawed it. Uh, and then they just announced, like two weeks ago, that starting, uh, I think, uh, at the national tournament in a couple weeks, uh, it's going to be a legal shot now. So now everyone's like freaking out trying to do the shot because basically you can you can pass it, you clear the ball up to your forward, and then you know then you can hit it in. You can score it too, but you know it's mostly like if the guy blocks it it goes right to your three bar and then you get, you know, you have your, your shot. Hold on. I'm headers gonna... are allowed in foosball now. Yeah. There's a dude, there's a dude. Someone in, get me an uh, Alan Gordon figurine from a foosball table. It, there's a, there's a cool video online. I think uh, Will Stranks from Edmonton, he does an aerial and then he actually kicks it up to his foot and then he heads it into the goal. And I don't know if, I don't know what you search for. I'll send it to you guys later, but it's like, it blew me away when I saw it. I was like, how the fuck did he even do that? <laughs> well, this, yeah. now, now this is, this is not just foosball. This is extreme foosball, yeah, right? Yeah. Like they're really, yeah, like people are going to break are... the wrists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, one of my favorite things you said, outlaw, that was outlawed. And I was gonna was make outlawed. fun of that. But after yeah. your explanation, that's an appropriate term. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, it's funny, like going into this, I had no idea that, foosball was played at this level, didn't know that they had professional tournaments. Uh, it dates all the way back to the seventies. And you talk to a lot of the old players in the seventies and they all shoot what's called a pull shot. And it was late nine, late eighties, early nineties. They developed a new shot called the rollover or the snake shot. And when you do it, it almost looks like a spin and you're not allowed to spin the rods. And a lot of the old school players think that the rollover is a spin shot and the the technical rule is you're not allowed to spin the rod 360 degrees, but what you do is you pin the ball. So by the time you hit it, you're only hitting it 340 degrees. So it's kind of a, it's like a, it's a legal shot, but all the old school players like, Oh, I want to outlaw that. Like there's actually a guy uh, who does tournaments in California and and throughout the country. His name's uh, Brennan Flaherty. He owns warrior table soccer and at his tournaments, they've outlawed the rollover. So it's uh, it's no joke, man. These guys are serious. They're they're breaking they're bringing out compasses and stuff. <laughs> they're like, yeah. gonna figure yeah. out angles here. Yep. Is there any performance enhancing drugs that are being used all of a sudden? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think back in the day there was uh, definitely some uh, performance enhancing drugs, uh, but. You know, today it's it seems like it's cleaned up a little bit. So, well, let me ask you, Joe, what are what do you consider yourself? Because you write, you've done some other stuff, you've produced a bunch, um, you've directed in the past. What what do you consider yourself first and foremost? That's a great question, man. I don't know. People ask me, like, introduce myself. I'm like, uh, my name is Joe. I didn't say my last name. So I'm like, ah, uh. but I, I don't know. I write, direct, produce. Like, I just like to create shit. Uh, so, like, making a movie, like, we did this all ourselves. Like I edited the whole thing in my dining room, uh, in my apartment. Uh, so I, I'm, I guess an editor. I also write on Evis for family. So I'm a writer. Uh, I've produced stuff. So I don't know. I'm just 
Just yeah. a dude who likes to make stuff. Was this story presented to you? I mean, how did you, in between writing for a, a big, huge cartoon that's on Netflix and all this other stuff you do, how did you come about? Because, I mean, I've never heard of professional footballers, and we're in the soccer world. Totally. So me and my buddy, Mike Wagstaff, we have written together for years. We were talking about, like, ideas for TV shows. And he was like, oh, uh, you know, obscure sports that aren't on TV might be a fun thing to explore. So we're like, Oh yeah, I bet you they even have like professional foosball. So it started as like me just searching professional foosball. And all of a sudden, like all these videos came up, you know, hundreds of thousands of views. And we're like, dude, what like this exists. And then it it literally turned into like, you know, six hours later in in the middle of the night, 3am, I'm like still researching this stuff. They have like uh, a world table soccer almanac, that's like 600 pages that like, okay, this is like, they have a 600 page book about table (laughs) soccer. Like this is crazy. So it started as this like internet rabbit hole, like deep dive. And I've literally been in it for like three years. Just like this movie is a result of, of, you know, just going down these rabbit holes and, yeah. and just, you know, I'm, I'm curious because in, uh, one of my uh, favorite parts was the sort of the history of foosball and how it started. And like that, the first, like you, you kind of go through the background and like that first patent and how the, 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 it was English, right? It was England that, 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 that first patent yeah. existed. Yeah. The first patent for, uh, for that, but it, it's kind of murky, like the whole history of it. Uh, there's places all kind of throughout Europe that, claim to have been been the origin of foosball so like there's places in spain and italy like guys who all kind of around the same time so it's not like that was the first patent but yeah you know it was like christopher columbus saying he discovered america but there were people here you know (laughs) similar i'm sure similar weight in history as well (laughs) but what what, the interesting part was when the game was when foosball was introduced to the united states right where where like it didn't seem like the the concern was oh the game is great but americans don't really like soccer like it's not really uh, a a significant part of the culture so in your like research was there anything like what was the connection between uh, soccer and foosball and how they were going to like market it here? So I think here, uh, like, yeah, you're right. Soccer's not as big here. It's much bigger in Europe and overseas. Uh, but here it was, it was always a coin operated sport in bars and, and game rooms. And it, it, it became like this culture. Uh, you would find it a lot in like frats, you know, in their basements or, or bars and stuff. So like there was always a connection to soccer, but here in the States, it wasn't like soccer nuts were going to go play foosball because it was, you know, a game they loved. They liked it because of, of, you know, that sort of, you know, hippie culture in the 60s and 70s that just bred for a new a new type of game that was fun. Yeah, it's a little broy here because it's like sports bars near colleges and stuff. Totally. Well, and, and I'm not going to spoil the movie, but, uh, you know, one of the first world champions to ever play foosball, he started at a, a his frat in, in Boulder, you know, so like the, the whole that sentence is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? it's crazy. Like uh, if you were to tell me three years ago that, hey, pro foosball exists, I'd be like, well, no, you're joking. And then like uh, in my head, I'd be like, what is a bunch of like, you know, stoners who in Colorado who are playing? And like, yeah, like there might be people who smoke pot and, and play foosball. But 
it is actually a part of the history. Like this dude was in a, a frat in, in Colorado and in his basement, they got a, a foosball table and, and yeah. he just got insanely good. Isn't one, one dude in the, in the film is uh runs it like a dispensary also. Right. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's he, like uh, a pot he's, king. Yeah. All of this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing is, is like he, you know, yeah, he, he grows marijuana and has a, a dispensary, uh, but he's insanely talented at what he does. Like he doesn't just like grow pot, like he grows the best pot in the world. Oh, like sure. he's, he's next level yeah, uh, at what he does. That's so, the one thing that, uh, that stood out to me was that the, the, these professional foosballers are not the, the, the type of people you would think were professional foosballers. You know what I mean? Like the, they don't fit any real stereotype. One guy's a doctor, right? Was yeah. He, He's a damn doctor yeah, and a his whole chief family. Of, chief of anesthesia. <laughs> and he doesn't, he doesn't smoke, drink, you know, none of that. He plays foosball. He's like one of the most like hyper energetic, fun loving guys you'll ever meet. And he's like, he told me, he's like, I sleep maybe like four or five hours a day. I'm always afraid I'm going to miss out on something. Like it was just the level of, of success that the guy has. He's just, foosball players are all like wired differently, like than the, I think the rest of the population, like they're just in tune with, with just not just their, their own competition, but like just succeeding at whatever they, they put their mind to. Yeah. I would yeah. say even the, the, the uh, level that, of intricacy and detail in the game where again, when I play foosball, I'm like literally just trying to get it just a little close to the I'm goal. Like, Don't let my wife beat me in this game. That's my, <laughs> that's my mentality. <laughs> Is it? But I, I do like you were saying that they diagram the, the, on the actual table. And then there's also, they, they approach it very, very much the way soccer coaches approach soccer. They, they, I mean, with that, I, I, there's no difference between watching Pep Guardiola give a, a, a team talk and 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 then these football guys. They like legit. They're like no difference whatsoever. Not one. <laughs> not one. I dare nope. you to tell me a difference. <laughs> it was that impressive to me. Yeah, no, it's 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 incredible, and not just like the angles and hitting it with that much precision is, is one thing, but then you, you're incorporating a, a random factor, whoever your opponent is. So wherever you have to anticipate like five moves ahead, like how they're playing defense against you. And you know, whether you're going to, if you have the ball on your two rod, if you're going to pass it or you're going to shoot it, it's a million things are going through their heads at once. Like I, I can't even, I can watch it and kind of follow, but I don't even know where to begin as far as where they're thinking. You know, did you ever play uh, any one of these guys or girls? Oh, yeah. Like they, they smoked me like <laughs> there's a there's in, in the movie, a, a you know, 14 year old girl who absolutely murdered me. Like, <laughs> and, and she could have been playing blindfolded and would have murdered me like they're that good. And uh, that's the thing that like I, I thought I was good. I used to like play my little brother and like I could beat him. And I was like, oh, man, like foosball is like not that hard. And then you see even the worst player at a tournament is better than 99.9% of people who have ever played. Like they're just, yeah, you just have to see it to believe it. Do you you think, do you, would you ever have a dream of, did you get better? Do you think you'll ever go pro? Is this something you want to, I would love to play more, but you know, living in LA, like I don't have a table. And in order to even get close to a, a competitive level, you have to practice. I mean, these guys practice by themselves like eight hours a day. How much is a foosball table? Imagine. A foosball uh, table is like $500, right? 
If you want, like, yeah, they have, you know, starting as low as like 200. But if you want to play on the one that they play on on tour, which is a tornado, uh, that's like 1300, 1700 bucks. Okay. Jesus. You know what? So, yeah. You like know, they're I, legit. They're I don't legit. need and a car. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Check <laughs> totally, out the drip. Right? You want to come to my basement? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, so I'm curious, because you made a documentary and documentarians tend to uh, f- sort of get very emotionally invested in like the characters that, uh, you know, you're filming their people, subjects, their subject, you're following them right. around for a long time. Is there anybody that uh, kind of stood out to you as far as like even outside of foosball, like that their story was like very touching? Um, I would say everyone had a touching story. Um, I on a friendship level, I'm friends with all these people now. Um, the term like documentary subject always felt very weird and, and clinical. It's like, yeah, I'm a documentary filmmaker, I guess. But like, I'm also just a dude who likes to talk to other people and, and make friends. So they're all they're all my friends now. But as far as like someone who had a touching story, uh, I would say Cindy Head was probably the, the person that like it, her story struck with me the most. And, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but she, you know, has been playing for 40 plus years and you know, she's tough as nails on a foosball table. She's a a retired cop from Alabama, but off the table, she's like the sweetest person and just hearing her story, you know, overcoming adversity and finding, you know, sort of what saved her life was foosball. And you were, if you say that to someone that that sounds like a ridiculous sentence, you know, like foosball saved my life. But for some people, it did. And that sounds it's like the plot of a life. movie with a talking dog in it. <laughs> totally, totally. You know what I mean? Like, what? like a cop from Alabama. <laughs> right. But it, it's true. And like when you, you know, and that was like, that was my experience making the movie. It's like all this stuff sounded too surreal. And then when you meet the, the people, uh, it really changed my perspective. It was like, these are real people who care deeply about this and it, it's become their whole life. You know, they, they dedicate their lives to it. Some of them do it professionally. That's their only source of income. Others play it on a professional level, but they have jobs to support themselves. They have families. So it, it's, it's not just a hobby. It, it literally is a way of life. Yeah, for a lot and, of these and also in the film, uh, there's a comedian in there, uh, Kelsey Cook, who's, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, who we know. Uh, she I did a show with her when she was in New York a couple, uh, maybe like last year sometime. Which she has a show on All Things Comedy, which is owned by Bill Burr, and you write for F is for Family. So there's a nice little... Right. It's all connected. Right? All Carol. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the funny thing is her mom, uh, the way I even met Kelsey was her mom wrote the World Table Soccer Almanac. That's so insane. when I was when I was like, you know, up in the middle of the night researching all this foosball stuff, I came across the, the book and it was written by Kathy Brainard. And I started talking to her and emailing and she's like, oh, my daughter, Kelsey, is a comic in, in L.A. And, you know, and she's also like an insanely good foosball player and could kick all of our asses, you know, in a, in a second. I mean, you saw it in her, in her videos. She's just really good. And the fact that, like, uh, this is why it's amazing. There, there, there seems to be so many connections between, look, even foosball, soccer, comedy. You, I, the one thing we always deal with is, like, you know, the, we're, we're two comedians who talk about soccer. All of our comedy peers make fun of us for what we've invested our lives in, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. But, like, why are you talking about soccer, you know? <laughs> but when you said, I'm going to make a foosball documentary. What did your, what did the, the F is for family writers room say? <laughs> they were stoked, man. They were like, they're like, Oh, that sounds, they all laughed. Like when I tell anybody I'm, I'm making a movie about professional foosball, 
they they think it's hilarious. So like, oh, that's but that's funny. also because weed is legal in California. <laughs> that's a big yeah, part. yeah. But, but then like yeah, but then they they saw the trailer that we did. Uh, like we did a Kickstarter trailer like when we first tried to raise money, and they're like they saw that. Like, well, this is pretty dope, you know. So they were always you know supportive. But yeah, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. They're like. Like, I want to give you I want to give you some credit because just watching part of the movie and watching the trailer and this probably you're I think you're too close to it to understand what I'm going to say. You give it this sort of level of prestige and honor. You give it the right. seriousness. <laughs> and I'm sure yeah. you're like, what are you talking about? It should be. But to no, us, I, foosball seems like a kind of a silly thing sometimes. But you go right. at it the same way you would like someone is finding a lost Picasso, yes. you know, <laughs> totally. Uh, but we wanted to give it like the, the ESPN 30 for 30 style treatment, you know, 100%. like it's, it's super easy to take something that at the surface sounds jokey and make it a joke. So we're like, you know, why not make a serious movie? Cause you know, at the end of the day, like the movie does have heart and it, it does, you know, resonate with people in a different way than just a comedy would, but like, let's do it serious, you know, and let's, let's you know, play it for what it is. You know, it, there's a bunch of comedy in the movie, but you know, it's not just a comedy. Like we really did our research. Like it's never been covered in any, you know, on TV or, or in the news. Like it's, it's always been like, you know, a, a paragraph article, like at the back of the newspaper, if it's ever in the media. So we wanted to like, all right, we're, we're going to make a foosball movie. Let's do it right. Let's not just have the funny moments and the quirky moments, but let's like actually do our research and then see who are the, you know, legends of foosball, you know, and let's get them in the movie, you know, let's, let's travel all around the country and in the world and, and get everybody that we can, who's, you know, been a world champion in the movie. So that that's, that's what we did. Wow. So as American soccer fans, ESPN has failed us more than once. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I will, I would like to stress that this seems pretty dope. This is something that I think could be on ESPN. Meanwhile, ESPN sometimes shows CrossFit competitions. Okay. <laughs> right. Sometimes they show guys picking up rocks and putting them on taller pieces of wood. And this is what's on ESPN. Thrilling TV. I love yeah. it. There's like, there's yeah, the cornhole, uh, <laughs> cup stacking, like all that stuff is on TV. And I was like, I was actually surprised that nobody had like tried to do something more with foosball because it's like it's way more advanced than cornhole you know like yeah. not to say those guys aren't good but you know. please make a movie about professional cornhole <laughs> i would love to i'd love to no you know what on this show we can shit on cornholers yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm comfortable <laughs> yeah. with that we moved up the totem pole at least one slot from cornholers yeah. right uh well joe uh thank you again for joining us let people know yeah. about um uh, kicking and screening and, and where they can watch the film being screened Sure. So uh, we're going to be opening night at the Kicking and Screening Film Festival, June 4th at 7 p.m. Uh, I'm going to be there. We're going to have three uh, of our cast who are also world champion foosball players there. We're going to have a foosball table at yes. the venue. Uh, so come early. We're going to get there about six o'clock. They're going to be doing foosball demos, meet and greets like Tony, uh, who's who's in the movie, who's one of the best. He's in our teaser trailer. He'll play people with one hand and just completely destroy them. Uh, <laughs> it, he'll be there, uh, you know, taking on challengers if you want to want to play him one handed. Do you think us two? Against- I think if us two played him with one hand, I think we would at least. I think we'd beat him. <laughs> Not a chance. You think the both Not of us? Chance. Both he, of he us could versus one guy. Four point lead. Four point lead. 
And probably blindfold, and he could probably <laughs> school everybody. Whoa, Yo, okay. we need to do this. All right, Tony, we're coming after you, Tony. Yeah, all right, Tony. <laughs> You've been working on one hand a little bit. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well, so you can, you guys, uh, if you're listening to this or watching, you can go to kickingandscreening.com uh, to get tickets. The, the event is held uh, all week uh, from June 4th, June 4th through June 7th at the Scandinavia House. Uh, we'll be there maybe a couple of days. I don't know yeah, which yeah. in particular, well, we'll but we're going to be there for this. Uh, it, uh, it's always really really fun so go, so go to kickingandscreening.com to get tickets uh and you can you can get to meet everybody like in soccer as well a lot of people c- come through uh you can take photos with your, your your favorite foosballer you know you never know uh so make sure you do that kickingandscreening.com joe thank you so much for joining us on the show Ooh. man it really means a lot and where can people yeah, follow you thanks. so they can see your next few projects are you on social media yeah uh at joe heslinga uh j-o-e-h-e-s-l-i-n-g-a so. very cool all right joe thank you so much man take care all right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Wow, Joe, Joe was incredible. Joe Slinga, everybody. People probably thought we were going to make fun of foosball, but if you watch the just the trailer, you're like, well, you're they, intrigued. Have you listened to the show? We do not mock or make fun of anybody. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> if anything, we revere everybody <laughs> for how they get to be part of our lives. <laughs> no, but that, uh, thank you again, Joe Slinga. Uh, uh, yeah, it's awesome to find again like these overlaps in comedy and soccer and even foosball and all this stuff. Dude, like it exists. It's all, it, yeah, we're, we're trying our best ugh, to merge all these worlds together. We will together. wedge these worlds together whether you like it or not. All right, just a square peg and round the hole. We'll That's make it work. Right. <laughs> Give me some sandpaper. <laughs> so uh, thank you again, Joe, for joining us Absolutely. again. Uh, a reminder, kickingandscreening.com. Uh, we'll be there. Uh, get tickets. Uh, the, the films that they that they screen are just absolutely awesome. Uh, we had an absolute blast last year. And it's a fun time every night. Like, yeah, can't yeah and it's like open anymore. bar and fun. And yeah. it's like, man, chill. It's a good time. All right. Scandinavia House. Uh, kickingscreening.com go get tickets uh so uh so thank you again for listening uh make sure you leave a review subscribe all that fun five stuff. stars join gully squad so we could do more of these extra episodes exactly soccercooligans.com slash gully squad uh help and support the show so uh with that said my name is christian polanco i'm alexis guerrero and together what are we the cooligans